The Jay Runham Show with your host, uh, Jay Runham. Welcome to this week's episode of The Jay Runham Show. This week on the show, I have a very special interview with, well, you've probably heard his voice many times before, the voice of Yakko from Animaniacs or Pinky from uh, Pinky and the Brain or my personal favorite Donatello from the new Ninja Turtles and Raphael from the old Ninja Turtles. Rob Paulson is on the show this week. Uh, very excited for you guys to listen to the interview. Uh, it just cuts quickly to uh, to the question. I had very, very short time with Rob, and I wanted to get in as many questions as I could, ask him and talk to him about as many things as I could. So uh, enjoy my interview with, uh, with Donatello, with Rob Paulson of the Ninja Turtles. Awesome. Well, I'm gonna, I'll start you off uh, fairly easy. I won't too easy, but I was just going to ask you, um, what's it like to be a part of uh, of two separate generations of Ninja Turtles uh, TV shows? Well, I'll tell you what, Jay, I am uh, black and blue from pinching myself because, um, as you can probably imagine, uh, folks in your generation grew up watching the original Turtles uh, 25 years ago. And I'm not sure how old you are, but I presume you're somewhere around the 30-year-old range, that neighborhood? Yep, yep, you got it right, yep. yeah. All right, well, my son is 29, so you guys are the same age, and he was around when the whole thing blew up, and, of course, his daddy was Raphael, and it was a great thing for both of us. Um, and, honestly, if that had been it, I mean, I've had a you know, really good run. I've been an incredibly fortunate fellow. But even if I had that, you know, you can look back and say, wow, I was uh, – one of the four uh, Ninja Turtles, which is a pretty cool thing. Absolutely, and then 25 yeah. years later, uh, to get another ride in a turtle van, so to speak, with uh, a brand new iteration that is arguably as successful as the first one. Um, and, uh, I, and we get a lot of people your age who watched the first one and now really like the new one, too. And that is a very unusual circumstance thrown into, you know, and then thrown into that is that you have a direct connection with one of the original actors uh, being able to be another turtle. And that's, uh, like my kid said, he says, you're going to be the answer to the Jeopardy question. It's, it's great. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a, it's a very yeah. unique unique position to be in, for sure. It is. And so so do you ever use, or actually maybe do the other guys ever, ever kind of use that position to, like, maybe get some info or to, to play off, like, what, what did you do or what? Do you find yourself being kind of the the head turtle in the background, anyways? Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, when we first uh, the first recording couple of recording sessions, I remember Greg Sipes and Sean Aston and Jason Biggs. We walked in to do a script reading, and they they kiddingly started genuflecting. You know, it's like they got down on their knees and started bowing to me. And <laughs> immediately, of course, I said, I said, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, my minions. That's enough of that. Uh, they were very respectful. And what's kind of cool is, that, of course, even Sean and Jason, who are, you know, are uh, bona fide uh, TV and movie uh, stars, um, uh, they had to audition for the show, too, because, you know, it was Viacom's money. It's a big deal. But they were happy to audition for it because um, regardless of whether or not they, they needed the money, it was, dude, it's, it's a freaking Ninja Turtle. It's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, and, exactly. Uh, and it is. And culturally... Uh, career-wise, it's a cool thing to have on your resume um, that you're uh, one of the Ninja Turtles. And um, 
Um, I don't think anybody has ever regretted it. It's worked out well. They're, they all had lots of questions about what it was like to be on the first iteration. And I can tell you, um, it was a hell of a ride because the show was out for a while and so a relatively lukewarm response. Then in about 1990, boom, it just took <laughs> off and, uh, and it didn't stop. And, you know, arguably it hasn't. Um, there have been several iterations that I don't think have been quite as successful as, if I can be so, so bold, I don't <laughs> think that the middle, the, you know, the ones in between the first one and the one that we're working on now, I, I don't think that those have been quite as successful as these two. And I don't for a moment believe it's because of my involvement. Um, and that's not false modesty. I'm not, I'm not that <laughs> arrogant. Uh, I think I've been incredibly fortunate. But I do believe it's as a result of something brand new that just got a hold of, of the culture back in the uh, late 80s. And now I believe the timing is really impeccable on the, be- on the, ha- on the behalf of um, Viacom because yeah, they yeah. bought this franchise and they put some money into it at precisely the right moment um, ge- generationally. That is to say, folks like you have a huge connection to Ninja Turtles um, um, emotionally and, um, uh, you know, uh, from a uh, um, a nostalgic kind of view. Yeah. Yeah. And you're you're right in the ballgame, and a lot of you have kids. And the truth is a lot of you have disposable income, so you buy action figures that remind you of what it was like to have the first bunch of action figures. So all the way around, all the way around, it's a very smart move. And the people who are making the show are your age. So they get it, and the people that, that are making the show uh, understand the huge fan base. They respect the fan base. They respect the characters. It has the blessing of, of uh, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird. And so all the way around, the timing is impeccable. So I think that's why both iterations have been so successful, you know, on the bookends. And I was just lucky to be involved. Yeah, well, and speaking of the, the people behind the scenes, too, uh, how much – how much do you work with those guys? Like, do you, is there a lot of like character development that you try to like put in there or talk with oh, them? Sure, and... yeah. yeah, we work with um, uh, Brandon Almond and uh, Peter Hastings and Sierra uh, Nielli, the, the head folks on the show. And yeah, they've been very involved with us from the beginning. And every now and then we'll, you know, stop by the production office and have 60 or 70 people working in there. And it's fun. It's fun for both of us. They get a kick out of meeting sort of a two-time turtle such as myself, and they often have, you know, the whole collection, the original collection on DVD and want me to sign it or their original action figures or their original pajamas or whatever. It's very cool. <laughs> I'm thrilled to death. And, uh, and so, yeah, we're very involved in this thing at the Calgary Entertainment Expo. What's really super cool about that is that for the first time outside of Los Angeles, you guys, I mean, anywhere, any country, any continent, you guys are going to have the four original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles plus April O'Neil. Um, yeah. For the, first time, for the first time anywhere outside of Los Angeles. It's a really big deal. And, Absolutely. Um, very all cool, of too. Us are so, we're so excited to be there. It's going to be very cool, uh, man. I, I, I'm, I'm thrilled. And uh, I love Calgary. I've been there many times to vacation, to play hockey. Um, uh, and to be, I was at the Calgary Entertainment Expo before. I love Calgary, and I love... Um, Banff and, and the whole Banff Springs area. It's uh, Lake Louise. It's one of my favorite places on the planet. And the oh, people cool. are spectacular. So I cannot wait to unleash the, 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 the power of the Ninja Turtles 
on uh, on the Calgary Entertainment Expo, man. Yeah, good. that's going to be fun. Very fun. Uh, you're yeah. talking about hockey. What what uh, what were you up here for hockey for? I had the good fortune, uh, actually, as a result of the first go around with Turtles, I had the good fortune of playing hockey on a team with a bunch of actors. Uh, we go around playing the old timers of the National Hockey League teams to raise money for charities. And of course, this was 1991, 92, like 96, and Turtles were at their zenith that whole chunk of time. And so I played, grew up in Michigan and played hockey my whole life and, and, um, was able to, uh, find my way on this team and was totally embraced by all these other guys. And most of them were finished, but you know, virtually all the charities we played for were geared, geared around children. So I was a decent hockey player and I could uh, help out with the kids and I had a ball. So the first Absolutely. two games I played with, yeah, the first two games I played with these guys, we played in Calgary and Edmonton against the, uh, Flames and Old Timers, um, Flames and Oilers Old Timers, respectively. So Very the first cool. game I played with them was at the Saddle Dome. Man, I got to play with Jim Poplinski and Lanny McDonald. And oh, Stone nice. And Oh, man, it was so super cool. I, being out there with Lenny McDonald was so cool. And about uh, a month after the fact, two months after the fact, I got a phone call at home from Lenny McDonald saying, Hey, Rob, it's Lanny, and uh, my kid's having a Ninja Turtle birthday party. Is it uh, possible to have Raphael speak to him? <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're Lanny McDonald, dude. You're in the Hall of Fame. You want to be in the United <laughs> Cup with the Oilers with the Flames. I'm thrilled to death to talk to you. So, very cool. uh, yeah, it was really cool. And, and, uh, yeah, uh, meeting Kaplinski, the cats, um, my God, just, just feeding Jake McDonald. I mean, I recently remember him doing the Leafs games, you know, when I was a kid growing up in Detroit and he would spend some time on Hockey Night in Canada. So even meeting your announcers years ago was a huge thrill for me. So yeah, I'm a big, big hockey nut. Nice. So, and being from Michigan, then you're obviously a, a Red Wings fan or is that a too big of a leap? Yeah. I'm a, uh, I'm a big Red Wings fan. My, uh, my, my team is tied up with the Bruins 1-1, and um, they're heading back to the Joe for a game tomorrow night. And I, I, my, my fingers are crossed. The Red Wings got their hands full. But, hey, man, just the fact that the Red Wings have made the playoffs 23 years in a row, that's a big deal. That's uh, yeah, pretty amazing. Sure. Uh, pretty amazing team we've got there. And we've got an incredible coach, great organization. Um, and if we can keep Zetterberg and Datsuk and – those guys healthy. Uh, they did it with smoke and mirrors. They did it with no Nicky Lidstrom, and and they did it with uh, you know Datsuk and and uh, Zetterberg being hurt. But Babcock got those guys going. So um, we've got a pretty good franchise in Detroit. But I'm just a big hockey fan. I love the game. I played oh. the game from the time I was a little kid and played it all through high school and wanted to play in college. But some big strong kid from Winnipeg beat the living daylights out of me, and I realized okay. <laughs> That's as far as I can go. I'm a good hockey player, but I'm not good enough to go any farther. So my second love was performing, and uh, somehow I've been lucky enough to make it work. Nice, very nice. I I think you'll be in good company up in Calgary too, because we'll we'll uh, we'll be watching all the hockey games up there too. So oh yeah, I, I can't and wait. I can't wait. I you can't might you might have some uh, you might have some interesting. All everybody will be cheering for Iggy in Boston now, so you might be in trouble there. <laughs> oh, oh, and listen, I love Jerome McGinley. He is one fine hockey player. And it, oh, and it was kind of, you know, it, it's, always, it's bittersweet. I certainly understand with the Flames fans to lose a guy like Iggy, but, you know, it's kind of like Ray Bork. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. Ray Bork, Ray Bork was in, you know, the Bruins organization for years and years and years and was clearly on his way to the Hall. But, you know, they did the right thing and he made a deal and went for the, for the, for the Avalanche and he got his cup. And I really hope, uh, you know, if the Red Wings lose, um, to the Bruins, I, I really hope that Iggy gets a cup because he sure deserves it. He's a one fine hockey player. Absolutely. And, uh, 
I am a I'm a fan of the game, man. I I love the Red Wings, but I'm a fan of the game, and I uh, I just want to see good hockey, and I love sports, all sports, but there's nothing, nothing, nothing like playoff hockey. Period. Yeah, absolutely. It is, it is the best sporting event on the earth, man. So this time of the year is is all about about watching the puck drop and watching those boys go at it. It's great. Absolutely. Do you think? Do you think your love of hockey has anything to do with uh, on the on the TV show Donatello wears a wears a hockey helmet occasionally when he's driving or no, when he's... I, I, I was cool. <laughs> I was so thrilled to see that. Um, I know that it, what what is happening now is that there's this love triangle between our April April O'Neil and Donatello and uh, Casey Jones, and of course Casey has his goalie mask on. And Donnie, even though he's the brains of the bunch, wants to show that he's a bit of an ass kicker too. So uh, that is a that's a twist that has happened in the new show. Um, where April is a, is a contemporary and a teenager, and, and they have this mutual crush on each other, which mm-hmm. adds a whole new dimension to it, because guys and girls both love the romance aspect of it, because it adds tension to the show. And um, I don't know if you've seen it or not, but I'm telling you, man, I've been 20, almost 2,500 half hours of animation, and I love this show. They've done a great job with it, and it's, Absolutely. it's really a pleasure to be part of it. And what really is cool is hearing people will come up to me, many of whom I'm sure will be in Calgary, who will say, you know, I was a huge fan of the original show, and I wasn't quite sure what to make of it. Now that I've seen it, I freaking love it. And, yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and about eight, a to- eight times out of ten, that's what we hear. So in Eddie's book, that's a, anybody's book, that's a hit. We're very, very happy with it. And uh, not only you said you were going to be there with uh, with the original cast, but um, but uh, your co Cast member Sean. uh, Sean's going to be there too. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I was just working with him today. We we're comparing notes on when we're flying up to Calgary. I love this guy, and I've worked with his father many times. So Sean and I have been friends for a long time. As Sean, as has Sean's dad, and and myself, and and Maurice Lamarche, who played as uh, the Brain on Pinky and the Brain. We all worked with uh, Sean's dad many times, and and I was a huge fan of Sean's dad when I was a little boy. So it's really full circle, and uh, Sean is an incredible talent, really really a delightful guy and uh, all the fans up there will just love him so you're going to have 50 percent of the new ninja turtles up there and you're going to have uh in, in me alone you'll have 50 percent of the old and new turtles up there and then you're going to have 100 percent of the old turtles up there so, <laughs> oh, man, and if you cut, it's going to be turtle mania unleashed Calgary entertainment expo and a little so, bit of a little bit of Kevin Eastman too, I think maybe, maybe. Yeah, that's right. I think Kevin's going to be there. Too. It's going to be great, man. We're going to have an absolute blast. <laughs> and so, where can uh, where can people find you at the expo? Do you have your booth number yet, or anything like that? Uh, I I do not. I wish I could tell you, but uh, they will all get a program, and I believe they can go to CalgaryEntertainmentExpo.com or some variation thereof, or just Google it, and uh, they'll have guest lists and programming and uh, programming information and. We will be beating the living hell out of it. We're going to have a great time. And um, so uh, not only Turtle-wise, but Yakko from the Animaniacs will be up there. That <laughs> and, um, and for those of you who like Pinky in the Brain, I'm Pinky, and I will be there as well. So, <laughs> so uh, we'll have a hell of a great time, buddy. And uh, I really appreciate you talking to me. Absolutely. No, uh, thank you for uh, for chatting with me. It's been great. Uh, one, I'll, I'll ask you one last question. How many times... How many times do people ask you to do a certain voice or that voice? Or, or maybe even what's the most popular voice you get asked? Well, they ask me every time they walk up to me. And, and uh, you know, I have to say 
it really is a tie between turtles and Animaniacs and Pinky and the Brain. People <laughs> love it when I say uh, they love to hear Pinky snarf, and they love that. Or they say, they want to hear Yakko say, hello, nurse. They love that. <laughs> or they hear Donatello say, uh, you know, he's got me by the face, Mikey, by the face. Or they hear Raphael say, Shredder, you dead face, he get back here and taste cold turtle steel. Anyway, you slice it. If I have an audience of a thousand, it'll be broken up two fifty each. But either way, or anyway, they all love the characters. And I think the only person who loves hearing them more than, than you guys is me, because I have a hard experience. It's a real honor and, and privilege to be able to work on things that still have a fan base 20 years later. And uh, and if you guys, the Turtles, the new Turtles, ever need a Mondo Gecko voice, you've got my name cool. and number now, so go for All it. All right, my love across the border. We love, we love our Canadian friends. Yeah, a Canadian Mondo Gecko. That's, that's, that's my dream and wish. Cool, buddy. Well, I, I hope I get a chance to meet many of you and your fans up there uh, this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Awesome. Well, thank you very much again for uh, for the call and and uh, everybody can go check you out on what's your your Twitter is Yakko Pinky or is it Pinky Yakko? Yeah, my remember. Twitter handle is at my Twitter handle is Yakko Pinky. My website is Rob Paulson P A U L S E N Live dot com. And on the website, you'll be able to access my podcast, which is called Talking Tunes. It's all about voice actors, and I've talked to them all, everybody from, uh, you know, the voice of Winnie the Pooh to SpongeBob to Mark Hamill, the Joker, you name it, Turtles, we've all been on there. And uh, the podcast is called Talking Tunes, and you can access it from my com website, or uh, you can also access it from iTunes. And, yeah. um, and it's, it's free, and you'll love it. Absolutely. I've, I heard the Mark Hamill episode, and I absolutely adored it. Mark Hamill's a hilarious great? guy. He's yeah, so good. Cool. He's terrific. Great, really great guy. And, and you'll love it, man. So thank you very much. I appreciate your time, my friend. I'll see you this weekend. Absolutely. Have a, have a lot of fun, and I uh, hope the flight's not too uh, too bumpy. Not a problem. It, okay, I'm thank trying. you. I can take, I can take it, Bart. <laughs> absolutely. Right. Thank you thank very you, much man. once again, Rob. My pleasure. If you've made it this far, you might as well tune in again next time. Thank you for listening to The Jay Runham Show.